Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Show is supported and paid for by Lacosa Nostra Radio. All expressed views and opinions of the host and guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Lacosa Nostra Radio and its leadership. Welcome, welcome, welcome to La Cosa Nostra Radio, a night of brevity. Take what we give you right here. This is a brevity challenge. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com, allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. I want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and hang our hats and kick back and pretty much do what we want to do, which is have good poetry. And without further ado, let me bring in my co-host default. I, I'm I'm just kidding, Wayne. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? Hey, <laughs> uh, no, I ain't going to make the boo. No way, no way. Who's the boo? <laughs> well, you're it right now, buddy. <laughs> this oh, is what we got so far. Babies. Yeah, well, I, I've got a I'll lot of poems. Go, we got a lot of poems to go through. Trust me, uh, I, I've seen a bunch out there. Um, we got to say hello to Marius out on the board. Glad to see him today, um, and uh, it's awesome to be here. How are you doing today, Wayne? I was outside working almost a day, and I just got in like five minutes. Ago. I'm sweaty, 
but I'm doing all right. I'm about to do my low voltage lighting, some new batteries in my low voltage lighting. It's been a, a trip. Can't wait to get started. Don't want to go bad. So it's a, yeah. I tell you what, I wish I wish we could go outside right now. We just got another round of snow that just hit us, and no. uh, I know. I know Seventy six. Absolutely sucks. No, we we end up getting probably the hopefully the last uh, snow of the winter. I don't know that for sure, but there's a possibility. But uh, what I what I've done. What I have done tonight uh, to everyone is I have given them a little bit of a challenge. I gave them 75 words to work with between up to three poems. So um, you could have one poem that has up to 75 words. You can have two that add up to up to 75, or you can have three that add up to 75. So this is a, this is definitely was a challenge for many people because quite a few of our uh, poets here on uh, in La Cosa Nostra, they, they um, are very comfortable with writing long poems. And sometimes uh, the brevities don't come to them as easily. Um, and uh, I, wanted to get, I wanted to stretch them a little bit, see where they would go with this. And quite a few of these are uh, quite interesting. Uh, really, uh, really uh, unique and we're going to get to hear some voices that we have never heard before which well we've heard maybe one or two times but it's cool that we're uh, able to bring those voices back and get them on board and helping us out um let me see oh let me get get to the phone lines and welcome uh budo hey bud how you doing hey how you doing jay <laughs> what's up good Bruno? Hey. Glad you could join. Glad you could join yeah. us for this little night of brevity because yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of cool stuff going down here tonight, and I'm I'm kind of excited about it because like like I said, we got some we got a voice here in the room that uh, we haven't heard for in a while. Uh, he called a couple of our shows a way, ways back, but now now he's uh, getting into the YouTube side of the house, so we're going to be able to hear his voice come out. We're going to get a, uh, some uh, poems from uh, our very own hippie, uh, Harco Parco. So that's oh, going to be, yeah, be great. Uh, he submitted three. He, he, goes, he goes to me, well, what if my poems don't add up to 75? I go up to 75, not adding exactly to 75. So he's got, he's got three very short brevities for us, which I'm kind of excited about. And like I said uh, to everybody, this is uh, this is a challenge for some people. Some people just don't write brevity, so it, it's um, it, it uh, stretched them. And I'm glad that uh, they were able to find their inner brevity and write something that is absolutely going to be amazing. Um, let's see where we're going to start here. And uh, I'll tell you what, since I've uh, mentioned his name. We're going to put Harco Parco down, one, two, three. Our first three poems will be by Harco Parco. And what we'll do is I will read the first poem, and then I will – actually, I'm going to have Bud. I'm going to have you read the first poem. Wayne, you're going to read the second, and I will finish it up with the last poem. Okay? All right. You guys on the board yet? I can't, I can't catch All you. All right. There you go, bud. Here's the first one. 
Okay, <clears throat> Morning Slips Its Last Breath Onto My Hands by Harco Parco. Anxious prayers disperse me until death. End of poem. All right. And Wayne, and Wayne here is the second poem. Okay, we find a poem. What's that poem there? All right. Put it in there. I see, the, I see one of them. Refresh here. And there it is. So, uh, is this the second one? Right there? Yeah. Okay, here it is. It's called, this is by Harco Parco. That's a hell of a name. Uh, Broken Dreams and Death Will. Death Will. A blackbird sings on the edge of the mouth, remorseful to death, and suicidal prayers. That's a, that's a disperse of God. I am the only one morning. I am the I am not the only morning haunt him of raspberry lungs. Take me, in. All right, and let me go ahead and do the last one, and then we'll throw everything together and uh, see where we go from here. This is called "The Note and a Grave" by Harpo Parco. Doves repose into the wind. Sunset carries her last condolence. Sometimes I die as a tulip slips into a reverie. End poem. Now there is a, what I, what I want to say between these three, there's, there's a good common thread here. It, it's a dark, it's a, more, it's a somber thread that he brings into each one. Um, there is a uh, a level of death that uh, that he commands through his words. Uh, he he's always been an elegant writer, always been a very unique writer in how he he brings forth uh, his poetry. And I'm I am used to seeing longer longer poems from him. So to to see him bring this impactful side to to brevity. Um, where he is able to grasp a hold of um, the, uh, the 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 darkness and the death and the hurting. I'm, I'm looking at this one. I'm not. A, I am not a mourning hymn of rasping lungs. Take me. It's like like um, he's almost wanting death to come. And I I know that uh, we all get the feeling like this before uh, at sometimes in our lives. And to have something like this come out, um, if it's a cry, we're there for you, brother. And uh, if it's just a message to other people to hang on, hang on, people, because everything will will work out in one way or the other. Um, Bud, what do you think about uh, the, the, these uh, brevities? Yeah, I agree with you about the common thread because it's, He's revealing, you know, the feeling of his his own mortality, and he and he kind of displays it through uh, nature when it comes to um, birds and you know the sunset carrying her last condolence. Like uh, it's a foreboding uh, message to him, you know, and, and a tulip slipping into a dream. Um, all these these um, little notes that he's leaving that. This is the end of his life, you know, or that's what he's wishing 
because of the pain and used to like in the first first one, the anxious prayers disperse me until death. I mean to to think that death will bring him peace, you know. I think and it seems like that's what what he's also looking at that maybe uh with the pain of life death will bring the peace and comfort that he's looking for. And I think that's like what you said. It's in all three. Yeah, I agree with Maybe. you on that, too. Um, Wayne, what do you think? I think he did a good job on talking about his last existence because that's the one of his last day here. And, uh, you know, he could either, he either have someone in his mind or he could be uh, just a good, have a good imagination. You know, I write a lot of stuff. People think, well, uh, he'd hear that about you, and, it's, and it ain't true. So I don't know if it's true or not, but he's, if it ain't, he's got a good imagination. imagination. So he's got, he put it on the line and he put the, he put the emotions into it. Excellent comment. Uh, great job, guys. And uh, we're going to take a break from reading. So uh, sit back, relax, and um, let's uh, kick into a little Phil the Poet. What about, uh, what about um, um, coming on the poems? Other poems. Do you talk about the other poems or just one? You can talk about every single one, one of the poems you want there. Oh yeah, that's the second one was a uh, was uh, awful kind of deep, deep and dark too. So, like you said, all three of them are deep and dark. But uh, one of them talking about suicide, one of them talking about just dying, and one of them I think he's already dead. So it's a uh, he's pretty, uh, pretty uh-huh. down on the he's a dark dark, dark he's in the dark corner of the room anyway when he wrote these. So it's a real good poem though. That's all I want to say. You know what? I'm I'm glad that you pulled pulled that out. Uh, that, that 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 there was a little bit of difference, even though that there was that common death thread. There was a little different point of perspective for each one, and I think that that is um, quite quite an interesting way to put that. And amazing, amazing job there, uh, Wayne, on picking that up. Let's uh, let's listen. Let's Please. listen. Let's listen to Phil the poet, because he went ahead and did some audio for us. This is a poem by Phil the Poet called Poem Wrote in Blood A poem wrote in pain A poem wrote in blood A poet who is saying his last goodbye A poem with crimson smudges A pen that bleeds Goodbye Friend Um, wow, I, I really wanted to go on to his next one, but I'm going to stop right here because of this one just drew me in so much. It's like, wow, it's like, um, uh, it's almost like uh, Hippie's poems, Parco Parco's poem was transferred into another viewpoint from To Fill the Poet. Uh, this is very uh, powerful in its presentation and powerful in the words. And you could hear it. You could hear it. I love when a poet reads his stuff because you get more of the understanding of how how it's supposed to be heard, how it's supposed to be read, how it's supposed to be said. And I love how he did this. I love how he brought this forward, brought his voice to the poem, and absolutely nailed it. There, There... <laughs> It, it, it's kind of like, wow, 
it's one of those wow moments, especially in the in the, in the message that he wrote. What, what do you think, Wayne? I think he sounds he sounds like he's got a good voice, what's voice? Just uh, just like his lovely lovely voice and good read. Has impressed with the way he when he spoke the words. He's great. He's great. He's a good job. And what do you think, Bud? Yeah, this one uh, kind of reminds me of uh, one of Harpo's with with the suicide kind of slant to it. Um, but the two first lines, a poem wrote in pain and a poem wrote in blood. Uh, I think it would actually be a poem written in pain, a poem written in blood, but wrote has more impact. It's shorter and it, and it keeps it, uh, I guess, even more brevity in the length of the line. So, so there's much more impact when you, when you read it. And to have last goodbye and goodbye friend, you know, the, the repetition of, of saying that uh, the pen bleeding in a poem written in blood, um, the, the repetition again, you know, just the impact and the emphasis on certain words to, to – to, to make you think about it again and again. It, it's a very, very powerful, dark, and uh, bloody poem. It's beautiful. It's beautifully dark. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Let's see what... Uh, let's let's turn a little direction with uh, Phil's second poem here. Here we go. This is a poem by Phil the Poet called... Melody of the Morning Teach me to sing Melody of the Morning Show me the way To entertain the day Through dark times Help me to perfect rhymes Your song is my inspiration Such a beautiful incantation Please teach me How to be free Wow. I'm going to tell you what, uh, Phil has the perfect voice for something like this because you you can hear almost a a yearning, a desire, a a grasping for answers. He wants someone to teach him. He He wants to know. He wants to hear. He wants to sing. He wants to be free. He wants to fly. And there's such a desire in the vocals that he brings forward. And I just absolutely love that um, that wonderful um, sound to him. Uh, before I get comments, I want to welcome to the show Sawa. Hello, Sawa. Hello, Hello. Hey, how are everyone? I don't know who's in the house. Hello. We, got, we, got, we got Wayne and we got Bud. Hello. Oh, bad! No way. Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay. Yay. Yeah. I've been waiting too, but Stop. I'm bad that I haven't here. I've been here for so long. <laughs> hey, I got I got today. something special for you, Salwa, because she just she didn't get to hear the SoundCloud, but I want you to hear the audio from Phil the poet. Wow. Okay. Okay. So this is the one on the board right now. Melody of the mornings. Or the morning. Here we go. This is a poem by Phil the Poet called Melody 
of the morning. Teach me to sing, melody of the morning. Show me the way to entertain the day. Through dark times, help me to perfect rhymes. Your song is my inspiration. Such a beautiful incantation. Please teach me how to be free. Wow. Now, I I, <laughs> I wanted Salwa to hear that because Salwa is... She lives in a world of hope, which is, which, which is awesome. She has this great hope to her. And, you know, in your, in your poems, Salwa, and I thought that you would absolutely love to hear that one. What do you oh think of it, Oh, my God, it's so beautiful. I, I am in love with this. It's so beautiful. Melody of the morning. Teach me to sing. Melody, everything is beautiful about it. There is uh, aspiration, hope, uh, like almost like a declaration to someone, not not to save him, but to help him uh, to get out of the dark. Sometimes when we are in a bad place, we need a friend, we need someone special, anyone to help us. When not everyone can pull themselves out from it easily. Some do, some don't. As he said, uh, to dark times, help me to perfect rhymes. Oh my goodness. His song is my inspiration, such a beautiful... And he's talking, I like the personification, melody of the morning, he call it, like as if he's talking about the melody. But I think it's personification here. And personification, sorry, I, <laughs> the way I say it in English. Um, I just love it, his wording, his rhymes. Inspiration, incantation, time, rhymes, incredible, me, free... I, if you read that, like every last line, sing morning, way, day, time, time, inspiration. I, I like his writing. Philip is such a strong writer. And um, this is just gorgeous. Really should be, should be on the front page. We read it every day. <laughs> to, to give us hope. <laughs> so really beautiful. Uh, I, Thank I, you for... It, everybody, I think she likes it. But... <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, Bud. Bud, what do you think about that one? When I when I listened to this, uh, I was thinking uh, when he when he's talking about the melody, I'm I'm thinking of nature and all the all the sounds. You know, the birds chirping, the breeze <laughs> rustling through the trees. Maybe grasshoppers are still, you know, making noises. Um, all all the different sounds that come together and, and form a song. And how when you listen to that, it, it can put you in such a tranquil state that it frees your mind and, and 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 maybe your soul too, you know, so that you can just enjoy everything that that uh, nature can give you for free, to be. Free. And uh, th- that's wow. the kind of uh, place that I felt when I read this, and that's that's kind of how I took. <laughs> Beautiful poem. Awesome. Great comment, Bud. Uh, first of all, before we go any further, let's welcome the boss herself, the virtuoso. Boo! Hey, boo! Hey, hey Bud! My poem whisperer! Yay! Oh, yay! Right, right. Look at him how he's just like incredible. I stalked him long enough. Tell, say, hey, Hi, hey, tell tell boo. Hey, everybody, hey, tell boo what she she just missed. Oh my oh. goodness! Yeah, boo, you have to read this. It's so beautiful. It really is. By she missed the audio from Phil the Poet. Yeah. 
Oh, damn. I'll have to listen to it later. Yeah, both of both of his uh, poems have a YouTube link to them, so you guys can hear that. Wayne, what did you think about Phil's last poem? Hey, what, I, what I got this, it's a, it's a great poem. It's a, a man that's sitting there yearning to be free. He wants to know what's like when he wakes up in the morning. He wants to know he wants to feel free. He can't do it now. And he wants to spend the day feeling free all day long. So he's like he's in the second stanza. And all he wants somebody to do is just teach him how to feel to be free because he wants to be free. He wants to feel, he wants to feel, feel free in his bones. And then he's from, he's from overseas, so and he might not be as free as we are. But we take we take freedom for granted over here. We don't know how, how great it is just to do what we want. We want to. Because he's he's been free to bad. Awesome comment there. All right, here's what we're going to do next. Uh, Marius is out on the board, so let's uh, let's hey, kick Marius. his into gear. Sometimes, when the soul can no longer be silent, it begins to write. What a beautiful saying there, right there. I love that. Yes. I love that. Uh, it, it, it's short, it's simple, it's to the point, it's spot on, it's exactly what, what is needed in, in a, in kind of a, a saying, um, a saying poem. Uh, you know, it's different things that come forward, uh, that people grasp a hold of in their lives and put forward. And it's something that really more people should, read and listen to and, and watch. I, I think it's I think it's brilliant. Um Wayne, what did you think of that? Oh. I think he said exactly what everybody feels. All the poets feel and you know you can't get in and say you want to you're gonna write down something because it's a it's it's, it's a great 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 quote I wish I thought of that. Wonderful quote. And he the background he he said it nice, read it nice and it's got a good meaning. I like it a whole lot. It's the best one tonight. <laughs> and Salwa, what do you think? A wrist, like a coat. I'm not sure if that's a construct. But yes, that's a coat. So it is a coat because uh, uh, he had this uh, serene voice and tranquil when he's reading, so confident and um, I don't know what is this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm just very sensitive to noise. I'm sorry. I got. I'm not sure what's happening. Uh, sometimes when the soul can no, not every time. Sometimes can no longer be silent. We feel like that we have this. I think everyone has this. Who didn't? Uh, each one of us, when you poet or artist, you have this idea in your head that you just can't sleep. You can't. Uh, and if you don't write it in a moment, then it's gone. It, just if you don't put it right, it really fly away. Bye bye. So I really you right just there. made this perfect. Absolutely true. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And Bud, Bud, what do you think? This sounds like um, like a profound type of uh, sage advice from maybe the Dalai Lama or Buddha or a wise man. <laughs> and it, you know, it would be like in in the famous quote section of of, <laughs> of a book because, it, like you said, it's short, but it's it, it says exactly what it needs to. There's not an 
uh, uh, any wasted word in there. Each one is needed, but that's all that's needed, and uh, that's what makes it so um, powerful in 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 its brevity. It's it's just a beautiful thing. Uh oh. And boo, boo, what do you think about that? Okay. Uh, well, that's that's the poem, right? Sometimes when the soul can no longer be silent, begins to write. Looks like yep, it's that's, a, that's the whole thing. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, shoot, I'm always writing constantly on like magazines, on napkins, on you know, <laughs> papers, and <laughs> I have to pull over to. to <laughs> I have to like pull over to to write stuff. It's, I write on my hand, so I mean, I get it. And um. Soul can no longer be silent. Just has to write. You have to get it out. You have to express it. So, I mean, wow, it's amazing. In like what eight words or something? Uh, you said it all. Great job, Marius. Twelve words. Yeah, this oh. is uh, this is something else. But um, you know, boo, your your soul is never never quiet. So you always write. I know. I'm never quiet. I never shut the hell up. Everyone knows this. <laughs> All right. No, now let's. Uh, is the most kind person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. Yeah. Yes, see. Yeah. Here we go, Maria. Your his second one. Poetry is a reflection of thoughts, the writer's thoughts, the reader's thoughts, a mirror of ideas, a porter to the imagination, a breath of love, a flight, a dance. It is an art that binds us together in reality and beyond. It is the color that fills our souls with beauty the key to understanding the mysteries of life. Poetry is life itself. Uh-huh. I just want to say we are getting some unbelievable poetry. This one is no exception. It has such a beautiful feel to it. Oh, yeah, I I love that. It has such a beautiful feel to it. It it says exactly how we think, how we portray the words themselves. It is an absolute fantastic portrayal of the thought process of a poet. And I, I love that... He put the line, it is an art that binds us together. And that is so true. This is that art that binds us together. There's so much beauty. Sal, what do you think about this one? I agree. I love, I mean, he has, a, as Boo said, the piano is really beautifully right, Boo. And, uh, I mean, a breath of love, a flight, a dance, so delicate. And uh, it's like when he says in the... And the title, Poetry is a Reflection of Thoughts. And literally he put all his thoughts there. The word thoughts repeated so many times. 
reflection of thoughts, the writer thoughts, reader thoughts. And then he takes us to imagination, to love. To be- and my favorite lines, I think everyone will be favorite <laughs> that bind us together in reality and beyond. Uh, because, uh, yes, there's this connection that only us poets can understand. Um, I think he, he really nailed it so beautiful. And Mysteries of Life, I love every line. So beautifully delivered and beautifully um, added music there made it even more beautiful. Absolutely. Bud, what do you think? <clears throat> the way he read it, it almost sounded like uh, an actor reciting lines in a play or, or a movie. And, you know, it's one of those um, grand moments in a movie where something has to be said, and, and that's what, what was um, told. And it's a, it's a beautiful poem. Um talking about reflections and and thoughts and you know thinking about that that the writer on one side the reader on the other and almost like a mirror and you could you know see each other and you can have your own thoughts but also maybe reflect on each other's as well um just beautiful imagery in this a breath of love a fight a dance and like you said an art that binds us together in reality and beyond, you know, in the imagination, um, the color and the, uh, that fills our souls with beauty. And the very end, you know, poetry is life itself. That's about, that's about uh, uh, as profound as you can get. It's, it's a very beautiful poem. Well read, too. Absolutely. Wayne, what did you think? How about the same? But, I'm talking about the same way. It says this poem is just. It tells the inner inner feelings of a, of a true poet or any poet. You know, they they have that one inner feeling where they just they know it's about life and it's just what they are. And the way he ended, he said he, he said the poetry, poetry is life itself. It's absolutely right. It's the way that's what I feel about it. And poetry makes you tell about life. You can be life and you can direct life. It is, it is life. I love this, I love this poem. Wonderful, wonderful comment. And um, Boo, what do you think? I love that he loves the piano. He always puts that in his <laughs> poetry, which I, <laughs> which is always a winner for me. And um, you know, poetry is a reflection of thoughts. No, that's true, but also a piece of us, a piece of ourselves, a mirror of ideas, a poet of imagination. And everything he says is so true: a breath of love, light, and you know, that's where we're here because for me, it's therapy. And, um, I think it is for a lot of people, and I think he described that so well. It's life itself, and it's true. Uh, great job. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Boo. <laughs> great comment. And uh, what we're going to do next, let me see. I'm, I'm working on the phone lines, everybody, so just hang with me. If I put you on mute, I will get you back in time. So uh, let's put a little uh, – whoa, did I mess that one up? Yes, I did. I almost I almost put a different link of what we were supposed to be putting on the board. Okay, let's put a little bit of this one, though. All right. And uh, one of our uh, – our person who currently has the poem of the week, uh, Gerald Green, he, this is his uh, poem for tonight. Word flow brevity. 
written and read by Gerald Green. Expressions rise from caverns deep within, about a sundry topic to be penned, sometimes not knowing where it should begin, where it should go, or how the piece will end. Thoughts surge and fade, they seldom linger long, and often tend to interrupt life's pace. And so we write while current's flow is strong, regardless of the season, time, or place. And poem. This is turning into a uh, common thread here. Um, talking, well, we first first few poems were about death, and now we're going into writing. This has been pretty interesting. Uh, um, right turn there you know <laughs> we, we took an absolute right angle turn on this whole thing and this one is excellent as well i absolutely love the direction he took on this uh once again talking about uh how we write where our writing comes from and the uh the things that inspire us to write i think it, it was a brilliantly put piece and i, I love the I love the direction he took. You, you can really feel his words. Um, Bud, what do you think about it? Yeah, this this one's pretty deep, too, because um, when it says expressions rise from caverns deep within, it's like all this is, is being pulled out of your soul, you know, and, and it only happens when the current is, is strong, which is really cool, and how when we're writing poems, how, how the thoughts, how they surge forward and then they fade away. And you have to capture them while they're still fresh, while they're there, so you can put them down on paper. Uh, so you'll capture them as, as they are, um, <clears throat> as you think them or feel them. And the other thing at the very end, the season, time, or place, and that's the other thing. That's the funny thing, because I think you and Boo said that, that, you know, she writing on napkins. You're out eating somewhere, mm-hmm. and you have a thought, and you gotta write it down. You're looking for anything you can, even the tablecloth, I guess. So that's that's the way it works, and it's it's a great piece, and it really makes you think about how how you build a poem, and 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 uh, what goes into it, and how it's finished. And it, it's it's a really great read. Good job. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot of times that I, that I will come home, I'll look at at this piece of paper I got, and there's one word written down. I'm like, where was my thought process there? You know, I'm like, okay, I know that I thought of something or about two or three words, some type of phrase, something might come out of it, um, which is great. Uh, Wayne, what did you think? Uh, another wonderful poem. Good job with this one. But yeah, he's right. You know, when your when your words are, when, when your poems are flowing out of you, there's days you can write seven or eight of poems and be all be pretty good. And there's days you can't put a sentence down. So you know, you got to write when when the words are out in front of you. You got to reach out and grab them because they ain't gonna stay long. And so it's, he's absolutely right about this. I like the way he said it. Good job. Wonderful comment, and Selva, what do you think? I like the title. How you see words flow brevity. It's a flow, absolutely. And if you don't catch it as um, uh, bad said, then it's just, as we said earlier, just like really gone. You have to, it's momentarily, if you don't 
react on it and it's gone. I love how he starts his expression rise from caverns deep within. They just, they rise, they don't come out, they just literally get out inside of us and rise up, 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 up. I just imagine the, the way he described it is just beautiful. Um, and it's about the sun-dry topic to be penned. If you don't take care of it, it's just boom, will dry and surge and fade. His words, especially, his words uh, uh, just perfectly explain what really goes, as you said, all of you, in, mind, of the, in the mind and the process. Beautifully, beautifully done. And great read, too. And, Boo, what do you think of Gerald's piece? I'm sorry, Jay. I didn't get to read it because somebody's at the door. I, I will, though. I thought I heard that doorbell ring. Yeah. It's an idiot. I, uh, you know, I said that this guy is, uh, he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. That's a whole other story. <laughs> he doesn't listen. So, anyway. Hey, Boo, I will hey, Boo can you read? Can you read read for us? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I got a little poem out there from Heavenly Angel. Okay. Okay. Here you go. Okay. Then it's love, Heavenly Angel. I knew it was love when I heard his heartbeat, when I felt my own heart beating in sync with his. Two souls entwined, the special thing between us, bound to stand the sands of time. You don't love someone because they're perfect. You love someone who's perfect for you. Oh, that's good. And so yeah, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, this has such a, a great feel to it. And uh, perfect message, perfect message. Um, because, you know, it, it, it <laughs> I'm not even, I can't even go beyond that. That, that is the absolute started, perfect <laughs> message right there. It's great. It's great. You did a wonderful job. Um, and uh, let's start with Wayne on this. Wayne, what do you think? Well, Heavenly Angel, again, she wrote another good up on him. Just, uh, she's been writing for a while, and so, there, so there, it's a really good point. She, she, that last line was just uh, just too much. You know, you love someone who's perfect for you. That is a great, great saying right there. So she'd be good at, good at this, this brevity. I like it a lot. She's in love. <laughs> great comment. And, Bud, what do you think? I think the my favorite lines, two souls intertwine, that special thing between us, bound to stand the sands of time with the rhyme and just the meaning back of that part where two souls, and you think about that, that the love that you have that, that will withstand even, even after death, you know, it, it keeps going. The love never ends. And uh, that's a beautiful picture right there, you know, something that never dies. Beautiful poem. And Boo, what do you think? Reading it. Well, I like the saying there at the end, he loves and perfect, but he's for you. That's pretty much says it all, you know? And the queen of romance, there you go. I mean, that's what everybody wants, I think. Well said and no. shorter words. Good job, Angel. And Stella, you get the last say, and then you're going to read Angel's second I, one. Oh, this is Uh-oh. really heart melting. The picture is just beautiful. I just love watching uh, nature, like you see two, especially birds, loving birds, how they love each other. Just beautiful, heart melting. This picture really, I can't just stop looking at it. And then I, I like the lines that uh, 
bad effect. It's just this too soul intertwined. It, it's uh, presenting this image. It's literally speaking, like we see them intertwine here, the special thing between us, but also the ending. You love someone who's perfect for you. Um, yes, I'm just kind of thinking about it. Perfect for you. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but I'm. Uh, what I hear. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All I'm right. Loud. And. Uh, okay. Now, uh, Angel second piece is on the board. You <laughs> <laughs> make me laugh. Rumor okay. has it. Rumor has it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Let's see. Where is Angel? Okay. Mm. I am. I have a like a temporary computer. It's crazy. I touch it, it go. The picture go big or small. I'm lost in it. So hopefully I don't mess up. I'm trying so hard not to mess it up. Perfection is definition of perfection. You and I together, always and forever. She's so romantic. Just incredibly romantic. Such a beautiful person. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's so simple and so yet so powerful and, and, and so spot on. That it is. Yeah. She's the queen of romance right there. Yeah. Go ahead, Selwa. Yeah. Expand on that and on that amazing two two lines. I don't know if there's yeah, I don't know if there is really definition of perfection. Um in reality, but the way she she says you and I together always and forever, that's just so romantic. It's just romantic. Take us to level. Someone said before she should write for Hallmark's uh, cards. I agree. <laughs> she really should because she just like uh, have a way of uh, just beautiful words. Very, very emotional. A lot of emotion in just few words. And she's sincere. I think she really means everything she writes. And that's the beauty of it. Not like just putting words there. She feels them and she means them, and we can feel what she's trying to say to. Very powerful. Excellent comment, uh, Wayne. What do you think? She's in love. She's in love. I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful. Uh, <laughs> it's a wonderful poem. And uh, you know, you know, when you're with somebody, you know, when things are perfect, you can be with them, and no matter what happens, it's a great day. You know, this is just that you should be with. That's what makes it perfect. Is there's certain people, their life is great no matter what the world caves in. It's, it's great. So that's, and that's what perfect, definitely perfection Aww. is. You, you're not together always and forget forever. Great, great, great point. Great comment. When you uh, say yes, dear, that's how you have a whoop. perfect day. Yes, dear. Oh, we just <laughs> lost Wayne. Wayne just dropped. Bud, what do you think? Yeah, and I also like how she started with a question. And then answer it with two two rhyming uh, sentences there, which I think really adds a lot to the to the shortness of the poem, but it makes it even more enjoyable because you're you're saying, you know that that same kind of uh, I guess uh, what is it, alliteration when you got the same vowel and <clears throat> going on perfection together and forever, it it ties everything together and. Um, it's just perfect, you know. Her 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 perfect view of of what perfection is. It's 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 a beautiful poem. That's uh, assonance is what that's called. Assonance. You're right. Alliterations in the first. Uh-huh. It's the first letter. Yeah, the first sound first I should say. First, first consonant. Right. Sound. Assonance is for vowel. Yep. What's it, Jay? Okay. 
Abstinence. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Abstinence. What's that mean? What's that? That's for yeah, vowels. Let's, let's say um, consonants for a consonant. Think of like vowel. My God, the feedback is like yeah, someone is having... Okay, uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to work on that here and there. Think think about it like this, guys. Um, it's vowels that sound alike, like hate and grade. Even though they don't rhyme, the the vowel sounds, the heavy a sounds. If they're put next to each other, that's what's called an assonance. Oh, assonance! Oh, I know the French word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got, I got it. This is crazy echoing. It's a I know, word. I know, I know. I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from, and uh, like I said, we're working it. Everybody, speak nice, soft, relaxed. I think we'll make it through. Okay. Um, boo, <laughs> boo. What do you think about that? Well, you know, that's like everybody's. I think um, perfect situation being with somebody that they love, or you know, forever, and. Um, just, just what it says, you know, and what it says straight up. So I thought, you know, it's perfect. And, you know, I don't know who she loves, but whoever she loves is a lucky man. Just just like me. All right. <laughs> no, no, <she's>... <laughs> and <laughs> here we go, guys. Here's a, here's here here could be one of the longest YouTube or shortest YouTube videos in history. Uh, this is a little something from Steve. And here we go. Need and Want by Stephen76 Please let me kiss you there and boom <laughs> Okay <laughs> Please do <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. oh. <laughs> Wait Wayne, I'll okay. let you make a comment on that first. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's got the same feelings I do. You know, so we've got to need, need no, more. And he said it perfectly. He said it perfectly. So I can't just in his body. It's not perfect yet. Let me kiss you, please, right there. I agree. I, I don't think there's nothing more that needs to be said. <laughs> but is there anything oh, that, more that needs to be said? Oh, my God. Oh, because busy, it's, it's all... Say. It's all out there. <laughs> it's all out there, oh, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I knew Steve was laughing. Not Steve. Uh, it's not Naughty Now. Not Steve now. Don't worry, don't worry <laughs> Sal. I'll spare you from this one. Boo, Thank go ahead and make a comment. <laughs> Get busy. That's all I got to say. Down, <laughs> oh, no, boy. Down, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. You know, why are you talking? Good job. Oh. And the voice was even sexy. <laughs> it was all up close to the microphone. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, start in on my collection here. And uh, here's the first one I've got to offer. This is called Listen to the Sea. And it's for the quote, someone told me, only those who care about you can hear you when you're quiet. And it goes like this. Saw you on silicon-salted sands 
Wisted high in ivory cream, silent siren no one heard, held you to my ear to hear your ocean. End poem. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What'd you think, bud? Oh, this is lovely. Now this, and now here's the here's the alliteration. <laughs> Silicon salted sands and silent siren. And when I read this, I'm 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 reading the words, and I'm thinking, this is like a big seashell or a conch shell, you know, that you can pick up and uh, you can listen to, so you can hear the ocean. That was the first image that I got. But the silicon salted sands is great because silicon being being basically sand and 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 the salt from the water um, whistled high in ivory cream. That is really really cool. A really cool brevity, Jay. Enjoyed it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Wayne, my man. <laughs> yes, yes, my lady. Okay, this is, this is, a, this is a good, a good <laughs> job on it, Stephen. I mean, Stephen, uh, uh, Jay. It's a very intellectual, abstract <laughs> brevity. I, 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 I can't I almost get through it, but I, I keep falling off at the end. I'm not sure if you dug, had, a, had a woman up your ear or had a seashell. But it, it, it sounds good, but because it's, it, I know there's a lot of uh, metaphor that I couldn't quite put it together because it's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are you guys are nailing this. You know that this is you know I, I love it. I love that the metaphor really took hold. Thank you. Sawa, uh, my lady. This is like it feels like a continuation of the quote that uh, you read earlier uh, in the picture. Someone told me only those who care about you can hear you when you are quiet. So you, and it's almost like a reply to this. I don't know. That's why that's the impression that gave. So you on a consulted sand, feel high in ivory cream, silent siren no one heard, held you to my ear to hear your ocean. Stuck really. Uh, almost like someone passion that you I don't know how to explain it you held it held it to you to my ear oh this is really romantic and very um, um, very emotional to hear your ocean to be to get to someone ocean someone hiding things in it to the I don't know how to explain it <laughs> just like I think that's what uh, what you're trying to say but who knows that's what I see here. No, I, I understand completely, and uh, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, I think the point here is, like, that he actually took the time to pick up the shell and to listen, because a lot of people don't listen. And um, that is in itself is a lot. And um, it seems like a much longer poem when you read it. To hear your ocean, like he, I mean, this is fact that you could take the time to listen to get to know her, and um, silent siren, no one heard because maybe nobody got her, you know. And you deserve the gold in this one, I see. Uh, oh, no, bronze still. You deserve it. Uh, great poem, Jay. Very emotional. Very romantic. Thank you, thank you, Boo. Yeah, that was only twenty-five words, Boo. Seems wow. longer, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now my next Jay. one is the. It's a 20-worder, so here's number two. And this is called Drown in Cenotes. And it goes like this. Tack pin stare, secured 
in labyrinth strolls between thorny brambles and oleander blooms. I drown in cenotes, crystal, paraiba, blue, and poem. Okay, was that a different language? No. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> okay, it sounds like a different language. I might not be. I'm, I'm tripping. Okay, Wayne, what do you think? Well, uh, I think I can see the picture and see what he's talking about in the picture. The tax pin sits there. He's standing right at like he was in the Scared and Amber Strolls between Tony Bambles and uh, Orlando Blooms. It's perfect. Uh, the picture tells me, too. Great job. Thank you. Yeah, this was uh, this uh, whole thing was um, the concept itself was the power of the eyes, and they asked you to kind of take uh, David Bowie's character from Labyrinth and uh, expound upon how his eyes were so hypnotizing. And so that's what I was going for. Oh, okay. Uh, Bud? Bud? Bud or Yum? He's there. Bud or Yum? He's... Uh, yeah, what do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to look up cenotes, which is, I guess, what you were thinking, yes. uh, like a pit, a pit, something deep. No, if you look in um, the, the cenotes of the Yucatan Peninsula, they're they are these uh, great pools that were underwater. They were the pretty much the Aztecs. Um, um, and the Maya, you know, the Aztecs uh, ver, uh, source of water, of fresh water, and uh, they were they considered them worship areas and everything like that. But the pictures of the cenotes from um, from that area are just phenomenal. The water is the most crystal blue water you've ever seen. It's one. Of, it's like a it's like a beautiful oasis underneath the ground in the jungle. Oh wow, that is pretty cool. This is one. This is one movie I did not see, but your um your, your poem has has a ton of imagery, and I'm just thinking about the the brambles, the blooms of the flowers, and the pools that you're talking about, and the crystal blue which could either be the the pools or his eyes and uh it all ties together that way and it's 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 a short it's uh it's got a lot to say it's really it's a gorgeous poem uh, thank you I so much <laughs> oh yeah the movie's <laughs> awesome. another language what movie labyrinth with david labyrinth. bowie oh duh oh right got it hello bella yeah, that's that's very interesting. How uh, you like you you really kept captivating your words. You gave, um, I guess his eyes are really blue. Uh, tech, pin like a pin stare, secure in labyrinth strolls between Tony. There's words like pin and Tony. For me, something like sticking something or going deep. It's, it's, but but that's not what you're trying to say. You show, um, I drawn and sent it crystal parabia blue. And the paraba, I had, I had to look it up. The parabia is a stone that colors blue and uh, 
Gem Lure Green. Um, so you brought all the, with the, especially the last one, I don't understand not crystal, Barabia Blue. But Tat Pin Star, I'm not sure I understand this one, to say honest. Secure. Okay, think, it's something that, think of it this like way. Picture? Yeah. Think of it this way. If you if you have a stare that can, when you look at someone, they absolutely freeze, and or they're captivated, they absolutely stand still. That's where your tack pin comes in. So you the tack it. pin, so you holds, pin it, you it holds something in place. Yeah, you pin it. That's what I meant. Oh. Said like it's, it's spinning a wall, or like you pin it, right? It's, yep, it's exactly. Not moving. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Correct my attention. Okay. And that's secured, so you keep going with it so secured and elaborate store between. But yes, with the Tony Brambles and all in bloom, the Tony kind of, it's not perfect necessarily, between Tony Brambles and all in bloom. Oh, that's a very beautiful description. I haven't seen the movie, but I guess you really give justice to the, even the picture without seeing the movie. It's the description of his eyes, right? description of the oh, yeah. color of his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, his eyes his eyes in the movie were the were the thing that just uh overwhelmed the young lady during the movie. So yeah. Okay. I know I, I had a friend, her eyes very blue, so there goes the next beautiful. Okay. Uh um I think the picture you use that's pretty cool. Pack pin square, you know, the maverick soul. Uh, uh, yeah, this, I don't know what that, I didn't know what that word meant either, but Bud helped me out there. I, I see what you're saying about somebody you know so well that they see right through you, kind of. Um, and I think that's what you're, maybe what you're saying here, but an uh, oleander bloom, there's a lot going on here for just like 21 words. I'm a little confused, I'll be honest, but I, that's what I, I see, Jay. I don't know if I'm right, but it makes me curious. I appreciate it, Boo. Thank you. And uh, believe it or not, guys, I have enough. I had enough room for one more. So here's my third. Shit! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and this is called. This is called flamingo acrobatics. You're gonna like that picture, Boo. <laughs> flamingo acrobatics. I embroidered kisses upon your obedient flesh, jasmine scent on the cusp of quivering wrists, flamingo acrobatics tasting dew on silken canvas, and rosemary jawline becomes the blindfold for inhibition. End poem. Oh, all right. So I'm going to start with you, sister. Okay, um, give me a second. I literally just my my uh, computer is slow. I haven't even opened it. So give me one second. I'm sorry. Uh, where, <laughs> okay, I'll go to where... Bud. You can read it. It's okay, Bud. Okay. Yeah, this uh, this is like picture perfect here. The, the words matching <laughs> the image. Um, this is lovely. Embroider kisses upon your obedient flesh. Jasmine sent on the cusp of quivering wrists. And you're looking at the wrists, too, the way that she's sitting. Flamingo acrobatics. That, that is like the perfect description yeah. of what's going on. 
<laughs> and the rosemary jawline. It's I, I love the scents and the spices and the the different tastes that, and smells that you're getting off of this. And then at the end becomes the blindfold for inhibitions. Uh, I mean, it's it's cool because it's like you're experiencing everything, but you're not seeing anything. You're just using your other senses to um, enjoy everything that's going on because you don't need sight. Uh, great poem, Jay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Queen. Yeah, nice. Good poem here. And uh, what I really like about the most is the woman ain't wearing no clothes. <laughs> Always a bonus. Always a bonus. Great descriptions of the picture, and, uh, and it, it just matches it, like he said, matches it perfectly. The flaming uh, flamingo acrobatics is great, and so it's just a good, it's just a good poem. Always, he got good phrases, good read, and it's, uh, I like it a lot. A lot of good words in there. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate it. She's naked. You ready, Sour? He just saw naked. You had, you had Wayne at naked. Brandy, That's it, all you is had. Is it Brandy Nice? Is it Brandy Nice? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's Brandy Nice. <laughs> I, I guess, I, I know, I'm going to, um, it's just very sensual and desperate. I can't say that, so I'll just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> you embarrassed yourself. It's okay, dear. Thank you. You know, I got to skank it up. So. I know you both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, the picture, whoa. I mean, I, she's got skills. All I can tell you. <laughs> um, pawn an obedient flesh. Jasmine becomes quivering wrists. Like, wow, this is a good evening. Oh, Flamingo acrobatics. I love that, too. I love that. Hilarious. Silken canvas. This bitch is going to get freaky tonight. <laughs> I don't know. She's either got some serious skills. Oh, damn, this is a good evening. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is a score, Jay. <laughs> good one. <laughs> I like I love flamingo acrobatics. <laughs> what is that exactly? Only she knows. Oh, yeah. Well, we got to take a look. Uh, the whole thing I'll was a, a word bank. <laughs> it was a word bank food. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, got it. Either way, it's still a really good description. Imagine the shape of a, imagine the shape of a flamingo, and then you can think of flamingo acrobatics. There you go. <clears throat> Easy. All right, Wayne, we're going to start putting yours up. So here's your first. Well, one. The, the, the quality's going to go down real fast here. Then, because I don't do I don't do brevities. It's just uh, something I had to do because of the contest. Let me get back on the page. Which one you got for first? I got up uh, crossing ahead. Okay, it's that's more of a that's more of a magic one. And I, here you come, there we get to it now. He um, goes like this: because crossing ahead is a brevity poem, and it's uh, it's picture prompts. So you have to look and see his picture. What I'm talking about here? He goes Cro- crossroads ahead, decision not painless. Either either I conquer, left passionately tamed. Let's be challenged night, perhaps twice, but perhaps perhaps the battle twice. The right develop curves, entry invulnerable, fulfillment assured. Tonight be right, tomorrow be left advance. Per rear. In 
<laughs> oh, God. This, this is clever. This is actually a very intelligent right because I'm, I, I look at all, the, all, your, all your turns here. You, you know, you're going from left to right to left again to right again, and eventually you end up in the rear. So, I like the way you took this. It's a very clever piece. Uh, let me get a comment from Bud. Bud, what do you think on that? Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I, the way I was taking it, the left and right was was actually um, when I was looking at the the image that uh, it was actually somebody walking, and, and the left takes a path, you know, of battling twice, and the right takes a path of of, of vulnerable fulfillment assured. And then when I took at the bottom, you know, advancing to the right and then advancing for the rear. <laughs> The roads are the highways. The roads are the highways. I'm going up the road. I'm going driving up the roads. Yeah. Sal, what do you think? Put me on the spot three times. Just call him crazy and let's move on. <laughs> let's just call him a sick bastard. I always do. What's <laughs> your new <laughs> All right. You're good, Sally. So. You're good. Let's, let's go to Boo. Let's go to Boo. Crossing crossroads ahead decision. <laughs> He's conquering. Well, that's good. Wayne's having a good night. Everybody's having a good night here. It's like sex tonight. Right to develop curves entry vulnerable woman tonight. Oh, God. Wayne. Wayne. Let me see what's up, Wayne. I'll tell you what. I'm kind of interested in seeing where Wayne's going to take this. I saw the title. Wayne. Oh, Wayne. Tell us about Judy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you about Judy. Oh, okay, back over there. It's, it's called Judy. If you've you got to look at the picture and see you know, Judy down on the floor, and uh, you can see the, see the coat and everything, the coat rack. It was, Judy, why aren't you happy? Don't you love me? Standing here crying on the balcony? Never treat you bad. Here, take hold of my sleeve. I'll do all I can to make you happy you leave. <laughs> okay. Man, you're, you're... Oh my goodness. Now uh, uh, I started off with the comments there. <laughs> just so yes, Sawa. I do, Sawa. Why are you happy? Don't you love me? And you crying on the bed, can I'm just gonna kill her. <laughs> I did. I can't believe him. Take a hold of me. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna uh. mute myself. I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bud, what do you think? Uh, when I when I read the AN, it says Judy is my wife's name. Uh oh. <laughs> and I'm think and I'm looking at the picture and I'm looking at that that coat rack. I guess <laughs> it's just it is so funny. Here, take a hold of sleeve. We'll do all I can to help you leave, boy. Uh, when push comes to shove. Yeah, push her off. She'll take you <laughs> Yeah, she got, she got shoved all right. That's a terrible way to leave. A permanent vacation. I can stop with my stomach hurts. I think she fell, I think she fell for him. But that's that's another story. Hey, <laughs> Hey Boo, what Boo, what do you think of that one? Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, oh, man, you cracked me up. Oh, my God. And then he names it after her. Like that's just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Standing here crying in the back. And I love that. Never treated you bad, take a hold of sleeve. <laughs> But like, you know what? Maybe the bitch deserved it, Wayne. The bitch probably deserved it, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> you should have won the gold, oh, Mike. <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> you kill me, Wayne. Oh. I kill you sometimes. Three years ago, and they're, and they're still going to wedding therapy. But that's a different story. Uh, all right. Let's move on to Bud. Bud, your first piece is out on the board. Glad to see Verge out on the board. Verge, did send you an invite. Hint, hint. Yeah, Verge, hint, hint. Let's see. This one is called Unspoken. Cherish, cherish that which is not spoken. Dow's words when spat of core not woken. Deb delve deep to bear simple truth. Self-worth keep own awesome proof. Boom. Oh, we're getting a little more serious here. We're going from uh, one extreme to the other. This is uh, this is um, this is this is quite. It, it, I, I want to say that this is uh, this is quite powerful. I really, really enjoyed uh, how he took this. How you took this, Bud? You you made us think. I know that because your words they go deeper than than what what is actually being read. I know. Cherish that which is spoken not. Sometimes we do just need to shut up and and uh, listen. And we talk sometimes too much. I I, I love the, the that's what those first two words remind uh, remind me. Cherish that which is spoken not. Dow's words when spat. You know, it's like sometimes we do. We, need, we just need to be quiet and listen for a change. And many of us don't like to do stuff like that. But great job. Uh, Selwa, what do you think? I love his writing. He's just very um, profound writer, full of emotion, and spoken. I, feel, I see it in a different way. Uh, shares. Uh, yes, we have to listen. But like uh, there's a contrast on the steadily deep to bear simple truth, self-worth to keep one in a blossom proof. It's like um, 
sometimes you don't necessarily need words. There is, um, you, if, if you really care for someone you know, you can't explain everything. That's what I feel like there. The proof, especially said that that deep to bear simple truths, self-worth to keep sworn and a blossom proof. Um, it's very deep. I have to, I really have to read it multiple. The first one, I agree with you. The second one, the second part, it has so much in it. You have to really like take it piece by piece and try to understand what, what he meant by the second part because it's continuation or maybe reaction to the first one. I would love to hear what the, especially sown in a blossom proof. Wow. Yeah. I, I, um, there's, there's a lot in this second one. But I still don't put and grasp it hundred percent. I have to I have to read it multiple times to to get it. I can uh I can explain it real quick. <laughs> I can explain it. Yeah. Let me explain it. See if I'm right. Please. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wayne yeah. Wayne says he yeah, knows. So go it. for it, Wayne. Yeah. Yes. This is a very philosophical it's our inner thoughts don't need to don't need to be spoken when you're listening to your conscience. That's where your self worth is. That you need to listen to your inner thoughts, and they don't have to be spoken. Just believe in yourself, and that's where your self worth is. On the inside, where you don't hear nothing. Is that right, Bill? Yeah, because yeah, Dow's words went flat of of a heart that's not woken, a heart that's not woken to love. Right. It doesn't know what love. <laughs> that's how you feel you delve there your your simple truth of self-worth then it's sown in blossoms proof and blossom is the blossoming of love that's the proof that you you, you wow. get when when you have self-worth you get what you deserve because of what you think you deserve you know so that's basically yeah, the way that's exactly what yeah that's exactly my mom so used to say you get what you accept if you accept bullshit you're going to get bullshit you know yep. and so if you accept yep. people to treat wow. you badly that's what you're going to get yeah, I agree with yeah. that. That's awesome, bud. Awesome message. Great poem. Boom. Here you go, boy. The poem with her hits again. Very profound. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to uh, let's go to Bud's second poem. All right. And there you go, bud. Okay. All right. Let me. All right. Where is he? Wordplay, okay. There we go. Okay, here goes wordplay. Melodies flow from fingertips in a a potpourri of visceral sensuality, in elegant streams of emotion that pervade, tripping a flight of word upon parchment, dancing in tandem with ink pen, flowing consciously, emancipated thoughts of fancy, Burning embers keeping inspiration alive for heart to follow. End of poem. This is awesome. Uh, what I'm seeing, you know, people can look at this in in essential way, and I'm almost seeing this as a, uh, actually being able to um, almost make love with a piece of paper in order to pull out something that is absolutely beautiful. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily think the tandem is two people. I think the tandem is almost almost the uh, the words that come out of your head and yourself that uh, creates something that that is a, an absolute masterpiece and an absolute um, um, an absolute uh, product of love itself. So it's an it's an amazing job. 
Thank you. Um, Salwa, what do you think about this? I had I have something that's different. I don't know, I'm crazy today. I feel sometimes when you listen to music, it awakens feelings that are, could be also sensual feelings. I think that's what I see here. Um, it's not necessarily it's how many times you listen to music that makes you awaken your feelings. I don't know. Hmm. That's what I see. But no, that's a great comment. Yeah. yeah. That's a wonderful comment. And uh, Wayne, what did you think? Another wonderful job. It's, uh, you, can make, you can make words sound like, like melody or like music if, you, if you're speaking in confidence and speaking the truth. There's, there's, elegance about, there's that elegance about telling the truth and saying what you feel and saying the right way. And if you write it down, you know, you put your hand just dances. Your hand just dances across the page because it's, uh, you know, you know you're saying something that's true and something that's, that's, that sounds like music. I think that's what I got out of it. Great, great job there, Dan. And Boo, you get the last day. Oh, I love this, bud. And when you add the music to your words, I mean, I've been reading a lot more of you this week for some reason. I don't know why, but everything, one of your poems is like the wording is incredible. The way that you use the words, it's just beautiful. I mean, you can tell that you have music in your soul because it shows in your poetry. I love melodies flow from fingertips and poetry of visual sensuality. And you write some hot stuff too, by the way, but uh, dancing in tandem with an ink pen is so cool. The whole thing is, I think, sensual, romantic, well-written. And I'm Thank sure you. you have a song for this. If you don't, you should. <laughs> love that. All right. Here we go, Boo. You're number one. Oh, crap. I'm not sure number two yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Come. All right. Never mind. Worry about that later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm using like a different device, so I'm not prepared. Sorry. I'm all screwed up. Okay. Here we go. All right. This is number one. Uh, I think. Okay. This is called, if it ever gets up here. I'm on my slow computer, Jay. Sorry. No problem. Uh, my work. Okay. Poisonous. Supposed to, oh, pose, okay. Take me back to the Renaissance period, body painted in black and blue. Just because I was Mona Lisa doesn't mean I was posing for you. you told me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of find that funny because <laughs> you gotta you gotta understand, folks. There's a, she's got she's got a little bit of a twisted humor to her, and uh, you know it's like. <laughs> Oh my God, this is so funny. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean it. The, the reason being it, that I find it funny is because um, think of it this way. You know, it, it's like um, you're trying to feed one fish in an aquarium and every other fish tries to get in the way. And, and you're saying, <laughs> sorry, this isn't for you. And you, you have to separate the fish in order to feed the right one. And that's what I see here. <laughs> You're saying, get the hell out of the way and let me pose for the person I want to pose for. For God's sake, just 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 live with it. <laughs> this, this is actually quite a funny piece. Um, <laughs> I like what Virg set out on the board, booing her devices. Um, <laughs> you know, Wayne. 
Wayne, what did you think about this? Yes. Oh, it's perfect. The greatest statement in the world. She said, "Just because you, just because I'm, just because she's perfect, doesn't mean she's perfect for him." You know, that's, that's what I get out of it. I said, she's perfect. She's the Mona Lisa, but she's not the, his Mona Lisa. She's not perfect for him. So that's what I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go, Wayne. That's it. Yep. You got to find. Yeah. yeah <laughs> did Did I hear you right, Wayne? You know. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know she's perfect. She might be perfect, but she, you know she's not perfect for him. But she's perfect for his money. I'm sorry. I just love it. Um, I, I mean, it's just unexpected, but to say, take me back to the Renaissance period, you think something going to happen and there's this twist suddenly, <laughs> just because it's, I was Mona Lisa, so has this dark humor, really beautiful, well done. Thank unexpected. you. <laughs> <laughs> good, that's good. Yeah. And Bud, what do you, Bud, what do you think? Um, I'm looking at, you know, the, the original Mona Lisa and the like the Andy Warhol type um Mona Lisa <laughs> and I'm thinking for every art period there there's a different type of style. So the modern style when Andy Warhol came out, came out. Uh, changed dramatically and maybe if you took what we have now and took it back to the Renaissance period they wouldn't understand it because the, their their artwork uh, just wasn't um, – it, it didn't progress far enough for them to understand it. So you take it back, it's the same lady, but it's a whole different message. It's a message for the 60s and 70s, not for, you know, the 1700s. And uh, that's kind of how I took that. Well, that's cool. That was a cool, cool uh, interpretation. Um let me go, Sawa. I got a question for yes. you. Yes. I'm gonna put your um, put your um, pieces on the board here. Yeah. Jay, and, I, can use them. Uh, I have one oh, more, Jay. Oh, you, yes. you got it already. You ready, Boo? Okay. I was gonna let I was gonna let Boo yeah. uh, find her, but she has one. Oh, look at this. Okay. Hey, big bears. It's seventy-five words, right? Big total, right? Oh, this one will probably What's that? be enough then. 75, 75 words, words. total, yep. Okay. I'm not sure how much. Okay. Okay, this is sacred. Seed or flowers sway through space, mutual desire unto a feverish need. Surrender to your savoring euphoria. His ink stains have left ink stains. Oh, I messed up. Miraculous stains as they permanently across my bare skin. Read scriptures along my lifeline. Memorize every note fallen from my lips. Hold me close. Make me believe. And I, I mess up. End poem. <laughs> it's okay, Boo. We're kind of loud. We know what you're you're saying. Um, it's it's got a lot of. There's a lot of great feeling behind this, and your typical boo emotion that flows throughout this. I love your 
the uniqueness. I love how you started. Cedar flowers sway through space. I, I love that. You know, the cedar has such a a rich color to it. But not only does it have a rich color, it has an incredible scent. Um, it's a type of wood, but uh, to actually put the, kind of that that scent and that color into flowers, I think is a quite unique way to put it. Um, and it and it just kicks off the whole poem in itself. Um, I, I love this. I love this. I love how you how you went uh, and took the actual um, writing and the actual process of writing and, and turned it into something where uh, where you're actually turning the other person into your canvas and your your notebook to re- write on. So I think you did a wonderful job with this, Boo. Um, but yeah, I didn't mean to use stain twice. I screwed up. It was supposed to be Mark and stain, so I, I fixed it. But. <laughs> um. I'm gonna this, this is a really lovely poem here because when you read it like you were saying today about cedar flowers swaying through space, you're you're getting that imagery of, of motion and it's it's a gentle motion. And as you read down where it says, um Surrender Hugh severing euphoria, uh, his ink stains have left the stain permanently across my bare skin, so he's he's, he's leaving his mark. And to read scriptures along my lifelines, this, this, this the love becomes a religious experience to the point where when it says, hold me close, make me believe in deity. I believe deity is, isn't really about God, but I think it's, it's, it's more about love. You know, it's the power of love that is, is um, keeping or, or bringing these two people together and keeping them together. And it's a brilliant poem. Thank you, bud. Wonderful. Wayne, what do you think? Well, this is my opinion. It's great. Uh, your experiences are written all over your body. Some people leave bad stains on you, and, and you're telling the world at the end of, at the end of to read every word. You know, take, take, you can never note off my lips. Read every word about who I am. And, because she's an encyclopedia. And if you read, you will believe. And it's, uh, that's what I get out of the poem. Oh, thank you, Wayne. You're, you're, you're an encyclopedia. Sawa, 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 you're up, girl. Yeah, <laughs> what do you want? This is this is like a marriage, like a vow. How do you say it in English? Vow. You know, when you have a marriage vow, you 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 think it's vow, right? V O W. I don't know how you say it, how you pronounce it in English. Vow. It is vow. Sorry, it's like a vow. Uh, that's how I see it. To render his ink stains have left a mark permanently across my bare skin. Uh, read scripture, especially when you read the scripture for a lifetime. It's like a, we're witnessing a, almost like a wedding or marriage. It's just beautiful. And then you you switch at the end, memory, memorize every, you go from this, what's how this is affecting you, and then you ask, memorize. You change completely this person. Memorize every note falling from my lips, hold me close, make me believe in that. Just so beautiful. That's the that's your vow. That's your vow. Vow at the end. Your vow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I just already did. Well, that's a beautiful way to look at it. Thank you, Sawa. Oh my pleasure. And uh, Sawa, I I was going to ask you. 
Uh, I have your poems both in SoundCloud. You can read them or you can have, I can play the SoundCloud, one or the other. Jay, what's wrong with the audio? Sorry. What's wrong, Boo? What's wrong with the audio? Oh, no, no. Go go back and read what what I said. Oh, okay, um, sorry. (laughs) No problem. Okay. Uh, Okay. Do you want to read or do you want the SoundCloud cell? Let's put one sound cloud and one read, but 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 that is not going to be fair because I have other languages, so I don't know. Um, no, because it's, yeah, it's it's your okay. choice. Okay, can can I do one uh, do one sound cloud and one read? I don't know. Okay, yes. this is O words. I'm going O words first. Which which do you want this okay. in SoundCloud or do you want to read it? That's fine. Either way, really, it doesn't matter. It's your choice. Okay, 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 okay. Let me read it. I'm just like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, words, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to take time to read it in another language because of the thing. So, uh, I guess I just do the English today. Um, you know what? We got a little time. You, you can you okay. can uh, read it in in the Italian and English. How about that? <laughs> okay. Oh, words. Uh, oh, parole. O parole, la tua rarità seduce sono lunghi suoni d'amore invita i cuori a sognare nell'oceano della fastichieria i loro pensieri non lo sono e dove andare e dove essere la tua profondità il suo riflesso dorato guarisce tenermente le anime come una cascata la sua acqua fiorosca senza paura tra le montagne, per sempre, che scorre liberamente. Ok, in uh, English. Your rarity seduced, its, its long love sounds invite hearts to dream. In the ocean of strolling, their thoughts not knowing, neither where to go nor where to be. And your depth, its golden reflection, heals souls tenderly like cascade. Its water escaping sense fear between the mountains, forever flowing freely. So I think for contest for for K, I can I don't know about words. I, I think it's just absolutely stunning. Um, you you really once again you uh, have grabbed into that uh, dreamer mentality that you have. Um, invite hearts to dream in the oceans of strolling, their thoughts not knowing, neither where to go nor where to be. Yet still there's a dream. And in your dreams, you always put a, 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 tender, uh, a tender sliver of hope along with, um, along with um, the beauty of nature, which I, I really think that that is awesome how you are able to do that nearly every single time. It doesn't matter what you're, what you're writing about, what you're reading about. I think it's just an absolute brilliant uh, way that you. you are able to do that. Um, thank you, Shafir. Bud, what do you think? Uh, Bud, are you on mute? Yes, I am. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I agree with you, Jay, uh, with this poem, because it says, uh, I like the part, invite hearts to dream in the ocean of strolling and thoughts not know where to be. And you think about that, about 
also not being constricted so that you can flow freely and go in any direction that you want, which which is a cool thing because um, there's nothing stopping you from doing what you want to do. And your depth in its gold reflection heart heals souls tensely like cascade its water escaping without fear. I mean, it, there's a beautiful imagery there uh, uh, once again where you got free-flowing motion. One, you have the ocean where you're going in different directions, and then you have the other one where you're on mountains and you have water cascading down also flowing freely. So there's a lot of freedom and and love, and those, those are two things put together. It's a really powerful poem. Really nice, Sullivan. I like oh, thank it. you. I'm so happy you're here tonight. Really, just like missing you being around. So you, that's it. It should be a habit after now on. We 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 cancel the show if you're not there, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love blood on the show. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I'm waiting. Thank what you. Do you think? Great comment. I'll your comment. Wayne. Hello? Wayne okay. Yeah, the noise, yeah. noise died down a minute. Mm-hmm. If I say anything. Okay. This is, a, I, I love the mood of this, this poem. It's a, 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 he said, uh, your rarity seduces. You know, he's, he's rare and he seduces. And then long love sounds. It's like, he's, it's like you're out to the stadium and, and you take a deep breath. She takes and, uh, and invites your hearts to dream and, and, and the ocean strolling and your thoughts not knowing. It's just so, uh, so romantic and so peaceful and calming and it's just like somebody just has to take a deep, deep breath and just enjoying, enjoying life. It's, great, it's a great point. It's got a great mood to it, and I like it all the way through. Every, every line is great. Good job, Ariswala. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. And Boo, Boo what do you think? Uh, Boo, sorry, are you there? The wrong button. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, it's going <laughs> around. Um, <laughs> I didn't see it on the board unless I'm – it's salad, right? Yeah, I was on the board. Oh, okay. Let's see, way up there. Oh, I see it. Look at that. Oh, did you take that picture? Did you sell it? I did. Oh, my God. Virginia Beach. Virginia Virginia Beach. Wow, that looks like a painting. Concept. I really like Yeah. Wow, I love the beginning. Your rarity seduces its long love sounds. Invite hearts to dream. Oh, that's really good. I know you're a dreamer. That's beautiful. Opening <laughs> alone time. is enough. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts of not knowing either where you're in there, where to be. It's kind of like a, I guess you know you're a dreamer, so you're death to global section. This is really good. Uh, I don't know if this is a dream or really gonna. Ha- you hope that it happens. I don't know if you're talking about. I guess you're talking about love and somebody and hoping. Oh, how beautiful that is! Uh, but I love the beginning. Your rarity. So I'm talking about the words. Love. I'm talking about um, words, actually. I'm talking about the words, like when words are word. beautiful and words themselves, their the rarity when they're so beautifully they seduced, when they mean something. That's oh, that's thinking. true. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's good, Sarah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and Verge just, just put out on the board uh, to be part of Salwa's dreams. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Verge. She's got so much hope in her. I, I think we all need to 
little piece of those dreams. All right. Now we've got uh, Sawa Verge just asked that your next one get played on uh, SoundCloud, so you're not going to have a choice on this one. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love poems. My epiphany. Ah, struck my sleepless eyes. Gaze Luna, she shyly dances in moonbeams through pains of Tiffany. All night, my epiphany. Mon épiphanie, d'admiration créative, frappa mes yeux sans sommeil, regardant la lune comme elle danse, timidement, dans les rayons du clair de lune, travers les volets de ma fenêtre, toute la nuit, mon épiphanie. La mia épiphania, paurosa, admirazione, a colpito mes occhi in sogni, guardando la luna mentre balla timidamente, Sotto i raggi del chiaro di luna, attraverso le persiane, la mia finestra, tutta la notte, la mia epifania, end of poem. Oh, wow. This is absolutely stunning. It is. And I, I think it's beautiful the way that you used Tiffany in there. You took, you took a moment that could be a difficult moment for anybody, a sleepless night where where you're just restless. Yet what you did is you created beauty through it. And you talk about dancing with the moonbeams. You talk about the Tiffany glass. You talk about all of that till the point that you realize that it's okay to be a little sleepless if all this beauty is going to be around you. And I think that that is the message that you portrayed here, and I think that that is the perfect message for this poem. Absolutely amazing. I have to say, actually, if you see at the window, this is a real picture I took that night. The, the, the moon was really bright, and I could not sleep. I looked at the moon, and see, I saw where I was going crazy, hallucinating, see the, the moon dancing. That's how I wrote this. <laughs> Truth is just oh like my God! Really you actually took it? that's a picture. Oh yeah. my! Uh, the, wow. Between 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 it looks the, like a painting. the <laughs> No, it it's between, it you can like see the moon beautiful. between. You see the moon between the two the curtains. It's just like I. Yes. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Oh, it was the curtain. so beautiful. Wow, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. That is simply that's, amazing. Uh, that's a real, that night I could not you got, sleep. So anyway. you got such a brilliant you got such a brilliant eye for that. that just I, I'm I'm awestruck by that. Um, Wayne, <laughs> what did you think? I thought she was, she was laying there in bed, couldn't hardly sleep, and she looked out and she'd seen the moon, and she's daydreaming up there. She seen such a bright moon. She was just sitting there daydreaming, and it's nice, nice night. She didn't enjoy it. That's the hardest part Thank you, thank you so much, Wayne. You're welcome. Good, uh, good, good picture. Thank you. And um, let me get a comment from Bud. Bud, what do you think? Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with, with everybody here. Um, how she took the moon and made it into either a supernatural or religious exper- uh, experience here with the epiphany at the end. And... <clears throat> 
just it's it's an amazing brevity here when you read it, and then you look at the photograph and how it just fits perfectly when you personify the moon as she jolly dances in moonbeams. It's a beautiful poem. It really is beautiful. Wonderful comment there. And Boo, what do you think? That was a very good photographer, in case nobody knew. (laughs) She loves the the clouds. She's in the clouds. She's a dreamer, she'll tell you. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) right? This one, I like my epiphany. Yeah. I like, I'll struck my sleepless night. Yeah, this is, um, Tiffany, and all night my epiphany. Oh, I like this, quick and right to the point. Who's Tiffany, though? Or is that Tiffany just... Lamp? Tiffany <laughs> Glass, boo? Works. Oh, got it. I'm like, who's Tiffany? <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're seeing something through the dreams or something. No, I saw the moon and I saw it dancing with the, with under the beam. Literally, I saw the moon dancing under the light of the boom. It's just like my imagination took me there. I'm crazy sometimes. <laughs> That's what I literally saw all night and just couldn't sleep. The, the moon was very bright. That's how the words came out. That's it. Well, overall, it was absolutely beautiful. And how about we do this, folks? How about we put, since he's out on the board, we do a little bit of uh, double O-V on this one. Double O-B-B on this one. He, d- he know how to do brevity? I can't believe it. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about this poem. I counted, and I counted exactly 75 words, and I might have miscounted, but I was not going to recount. So here we go. This one's not. I've had this said a number of times when it comes to lines in my poems. Virgil, man, your poetry is just too long. Well, here's a shock, because this one's not. Attention spans have clearly dropped like heavy bombs Taliban have stocked. Well, so they say. The types who play political games and would probably claim my views are wrong and that my poetry is a bit too long. Well, this little script proves to critics that this one's not. <laughs> I love that. I love I love the little quirky humor behind that, the in-your-face. Oh, that's amazing, Verge. I, I really like that. Yeah, there is a little bit of cheeky humor in there. This is this is quite the piece. I, I, I love where you went with this, and I think it's quite humorous. Um, but I'm going to let you have first say on this one. What do you think? Uh, Verge always has wit and wisdom combined in his in his poems. You can learn something from it. Also, you can get a laugh out of it as well. It's funny, but it's also serious. And the way he does that and mixes them together so it's just fluid it is an amazing thing and the way he writes his poems too and uh <clears throat> where he capitalizes so when you're reading you know you, you um you're hitting some spots where you're concentrating on it because uh he's got everything capitalized for em- emphasis but this one just just the thing about 
this one's not, you know, where people are complaining about his poems being long. Oh, Taliban in their heavy bombs. This, this is fantastic. <laughs> I really enjoyed this one. <laughs> Great job, Virge. Awesome comment. Uh, Salvo, what do you think? Oh, I, I was just making fun of saying it's going to be too, um, being like uh, teasing him, saying, really, he's going to write a short one? And here he goes. This is not the one. Oh, it's just hilarious. A number of times when it comes to line in my poem, my quote is just too long. <laughs> And unbelievable. I agree with you, uh, Budo. You just said it so beautifully. You have this, I think it's only him really have this way of, uh, everyone can do uh, wisdom and wit, but he has his own signature on it. You, the minute you read the first line, you know where it's going to go different direction. And you just kept, keep going and captivate us. With the, even with the high capital, the writing itself, exclamation, the, in the middle, you see capitalized letters, the read. It's incredible. It was really incredible. As always, thank you. <laughs> I'm very surprised. This is not the one. Yeah, it's not. It's short. It's not long. <laughs> <It's just> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Wayne, Wayne, what did you think? Wayne, are you on mute? Who, who who took Wayne? Where's Wayne? What happened to Wayne? <laughs> oh, no. He cat, must have been abducted or something. No, his cat took him for, to a walk. <laughs> oh, he took his cat for a walk? No, the no. Cat, his cat took him to a walk. <laughs> <I'm just being laughs> All right. Salwa. <laughs> yeah. Do you sir. think you can read a Read us a little, Lizzie. Oh, my. I'd be, I'd be honored uh, to do that. I love okay. Lizzie. Lizzie, call. Lizzie, 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 call. Okay. She is out on the board, so it's good to see her out there. Hi, Lizzie. Cocooned in webs. Cobweb thoughts weaved, intricately spriding behind shaded eyes, stitches, crocheted threads of blood-laced lies. Dripping silken language from spider fangs. Acid burning tattoos flash carved reverie etched into brainstem. Cocooned in webs, she sleeps laid upon the bed of deceit. Tell you what, this has got such a powerful message behind it. And a message of, uh, you know what, people, when you say things to people, they can be outright damaging they can be devastating they can absolutely um i I love that acid burns tattoos flesh you know that's what they can be they can be that moment that you've got to be very careful with you know what you do and and everything that you do because it can really, really affect someone else and pretty much absolutely devastate them. Uh, Salwa, you read it. What did you think of that piece? It's, I mean, reading it and hear it again gives me more. The title itself, Cocooned in Web, Web Thoughts Weaved. When something, it's like a spider web, it's just 
jump on you. You don't even know when it's going to jump on you. And it stays there. It's just, uh, uh, I, like I feel when it's web, something that you work on, it's calculated, it's worked on it. It's not something that happened overnight. It's, it's like a pain. I don't know how to explain it. It's, it. Before you say words, people know what they're saying, in other words. They really know. And uh, uh, stitches, the crotchet, the of blood-laced lies. It's just, it's not only words, but lies. I mean, to specifically say lies. The lies themselves dripping silken language from spider fangs. When, you ha- when people say lies to you, they, you can trust them. That also, maybe she's meaning also other language like can be like acid burning. I'm not sure only about lies or, or words that can be hurtful at the same time. Uh, carved reverie etching to brainstem. As you write, just stay in your brain. You just mark them there forever. You can't forget stuff that are hurtful. You can, you try to, how do you say this? You put them in dormant uh, mood, but they, they will always surface in a way or another, if, especially if it's repetitive. And think she sleeps uh, laid up on a bed of the seat. It's so sad, it's so dark, but presents sad reality that really exists, unfortunately. How many of us had to go through this? I agree with you. Hey, Wayne, are you back? No, no he's not. So, uh, Bud, what do you think about Lizzie's poem? This this is, uh, of course, dark, but it's, it's also a, a, a deep-thinking poem here. When you think about cobweb thoughts weave, you're thinking about something that's being trapped, that's stuck in a spiral behind shaded eyes that can't see. Uh, stitches, crochet, threads of blood-laced lies. Crochet threads, you, you think about fabricated lies, something that's, that took a while to actually weave and make and then put out. Dripping silken language from spider fangs is like taking uh, sugar-coated venom where on the outside, whatever they're saying sounds like a compliment, but on the inside it's actually poison. And then acid burns, tattoos, flesh, carved reveries etched in the brainstem. Uh, just the acid burns. You, you're thinking about that. Um, tattooing the flesh, that, the imagery from that pain and, and the, carved, the carved dreams that are etched into the brainstem, that, that, that just sounds so painful. And then at the end, of course, cocoons and web, she sleeps laid upon a bed to seat where nothing is what it seems, and it all lies, basically. And it's just a brilliant poem, an amazing poem. Enjoyed it. That is a great, great uh, comment right there. All right, next up, we're going to do a little Joseph Moon, so I will go ahead and read this next one. This is called The Dying Voices, and it goes like this. Trippy picture, by the way. Dreams that have not been realized. Disappointment. The parents of despair. Many pills, many a questionnaire. Dying voices scream out somewhere. Melancholia cannot be disguised, only unrecognized. This has... Oh, okay. Okay, okay. He has absolutely penned a very, very powerful piece 
in so little words. And uh, this is like depression, and this is like despair, and this is this is like the different things that substance abuse and everything that goes with it just absolutely piled on all at one time until you're screaming and you and you can't you, you don't know if anyone's hearing you and it, it's just so stinking powerful it isn't even funny amazing right joseph um salwa what do you think of that excuse me i'm in the, i was on mute Joseph has a great ability. He just, in, in such a short, he says so much and deeply. Dreams that have not, there's so much. Every, like every line has a message when you think about it, as you said. Literally every line. Dreaming that have not been realized, disappointment, the stare, the pills, the question. It's incredible. And, he, and then he explained how dying voice screaming out from somewhere. I think that stuff that we we just, we can sometimes people refuse to talk about it because he said uh, cannot be disguised only unrecognized. So this is a fact that sometimes um, maybe parents don't see or people don't see people who are mental illness is not uh, clear as like when you cut yourself or you hurt yourself. It's almost like a taboo still, and it's not something that young. Like it exists in you in youth and old, and not easily recognized sometimes, which is true because people, either denial or either fear or either uh, whatever the reason, just put it on the side. It's so well done. It's sad, but uh, again, presents real reality. Hey, Boo, did you get a chance to hear it? Um, no, I didn't. Sorry. I can. Re- I mean, it's probably oh. quick, right? Yeah, it was. It was like uh, five, six lines. Is it? Can you, is anybody else here or no? I just. Okay. Uh, I'll read it later, Jay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, no problem. I'll get uh, Bud to comment here. Let me get uh, actually. And Bud, what do you think of Joseph's uh, piece? Yeah, this this is this is a really uh, dark depressing poem and, and in his an it says coronavirus depression in society and and when you put that in and you plug that into the to the meaning behind this and it, it makes you think dreams that have not been realized disappointment you think about um maybe the all the things we could have done right which we didn't do the parent of despair many pills many a questionnaire you know all, all all the things that people had to take to get through this pandemic, uh, the questionnaires of you know maybe questions but also forms and things that had to be filled out for you know all these dying voices screaming out. There could be all the people who, who actually died and melancholia cannot be disguised, only recognized. And you're thinking back oh. of the past, of what we actually had, and would we ever get that again? You know only unrecognized maybe because we never will have it again. It's a, it's a really powerful poem. Really powerful. I agree with that last statement there, and it is. So what we're going to do next is we're going to have you read uh, Joseph Moon's second poem. Okay. Let's see. Jay, I can comment on that one if you want. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely, Boo. If you could. I, the disappointment in, in there is really many pills, many a questionnaire, dying voices screaming out somewhere. Yeah, this is really sad. And the picture is just really trippy. Um, coronavirus depression inside. Uh, a lot more people are getting depressed. They're tired of being in their house. They're tired of the bullshit. There's no end in sight. It's just, uh, it's really starting to get to that point now. It's been a new year. So, um, this is how a lot of people feel. So, I thought this was really good and right on the money. Good job, Jersey Moon. All right. Bud, uh, Joseph's uh, second piece on the board, if you want to go ahead and read it. Okay. This one is titled Deep in Solitary Silence by Joseph Moon. Night arrives, all deep blue spheres, no sight of cloud. From my window, I watch the surreal sky and piebald moon sing a song she'll never hear. Never come at dawn, I close the curtain. Sit deep in solitary silence to moralize upon a smile or tear. End of poem. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm near speechless on this one. This is absolutely brilliant. There, he brings us on a, on a roller coaster. This is, this is, you know, this is like, those first lines are like the click, click, click. You ever been on that roller coaster going up to that first drop? Click, 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 click. And then all of a sudden, sing a song she'll never hear again, never come at dawn, I close the curtain. And it's almost like one of those, there's two types of roller coasters. There's the real loud one, and then there's the silent roller coaster. There's that one that drops. And your your stomach is left inside your chest, but it moves so fast and so silent that you don't even know what really is going on. And that's almost what I see here is there was uh, just an emotional up 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 rise and down. And this is quite uh, incredible, incredible. Um, Bud, you read it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you about the the first uh, stanza there, and and even the second where you know you're 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 captured in all this beauty of the night, and you're and you're seeing it through a, a window frame. I watch the surreal sky and piebald moon. You're seeing all this beauty, and and then the the second half where you sing a song, but the one that he loves, who will never hear it, the one who's gone. The one who's died, so he closed the curtain, and to not look at the beauty because at some point she'll she'll never or know she'll never you know um, witness what he has, and he sits there in solitary silence to think back about smiles of good times and tears of what he lost, and it's it's a really really heart wrenching poem. Beautifully done. Beautiful. I agree with you on that heart wrench side. Uh, Salwa, what do you think? Absolutely. Heart wrenching. Deep in solitary silence night. From my window, I watch the serious sky and there's more thing. Especially the last one sing a song she never hear, never come. At dawn, I close the curtain. Deep into a silence to 
relies upon a smile or a tear. Very, very moving in a in a sad way, um, but yet uh, imagery to beautifully expressed. Yeah, I'm I'm here. Sorry about that. I was on mute there for a second. Uh, Wayne, what Wayne, what did you think? Uh, you know, I get this. I think something a little different out of this because it's, uh, I think he's in the perfect state of going to sleep. He the night arrives. He's kicked back. He's no no clouds in sight. Looking out his window, see a great sky and, and just content. Content. And he sings a song, not worried about her because she know he ain't gonna come. She ain't come back in the morning anyway. So he's so content, and happy. He just closes the curtain and goes into a solitary silence and has a beautiful night's sleep. That's what I got out of it. Wow. That's cool. And Boo, what do you think? Um, I'm not, uh, I, I, at the bottom, I don't know if it says like love and some kind of a, kind of confused a little bit on this one, but I think he's waiting for most of her smile is here. His, he says hope, love, nature, and this is so. Uh, I don't know, I guess he's looking for seems like a spirit or somebody and then he says at dawn I close the curtain sit in silence maybe it's about his wife, I'm not sure oh. if he's missing or loving um, you know, it's from his heart I could say that for sure and about longing, I think um, yeah, it's very sad but beautifully written I'd have to think about it a little bit more but that's what I got all right. Hey, Boo, can you read us uh, a little bit of Tan? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, oops, I'm in the wrong section. Sorry. Wait. Okay. Here it is. Tan. If this love was not meant for the bright of day, shed them the night here. It tear it gently from heaven's breast. Tell the stars I hold their twinkle, and the moon his glow I've kept. Weave them our clock with those ribbons of raven death. Bind me in silk shadows, infuse me in midnight's breath. Call them the clouds that they may ruffle, melodic moans, drenched deep in cloth and darkness, to the night I so belong. And poem. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. I really like this one. Um, I like the direction she took she took on it and the uh the whole um message itself. You know, there's there's we do get tore up here and there. Uh tear it gently from heaven shred then the night, tear it gently from heaven's breast. Wow, that's <laughs> to start out like that is just stunning. And uh I I think the whole thing is absolutely beautiful. Um, Sal, I see you've made multiple comments on this one down down below. What what do you think of that one? Um, just she has a very unique style, really. That um, even though the imagery is so dark, there is beauty. I have she she also loves nature, and she intertwines her imagery in nature that brings so much emotion. Incredibly, like infusion, you feel the evokes a deep sensation. You 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 can hear it, you can feel it, you can almost like touch it. The way she described it, there's there's delicateness, there's softness in it as well. 
it's really incredibly her writing. It just moved me. I will, whenever I read, read her poem, I move so deeply, just so deeply. But there's sadness, too, very deep sad. Shred from the first night, I mean, from the first line. Shred, then the, shred, then the night, tears gently from heaven's breast. Tell the stars I hold. Just, oh, gosh. It's just, it's some, some people, unfortunately, um, have to go too lot in their life, and she's one of them. Um, really, my heart is always with her. Such a beautiful soul. I wish she can call again. And um, we had such a great day that she, when she called. Were you there, Boo, when yeah. she called that day? Uh, when she called? Yeah, yeah. You were there yeah, at the end. Yeah, Boo showed up a little yeah. later, but yeah, she was there. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so great. Anyway. And um, Wayne, what did you think? <clears throat> I think um, I think Tans is a, you know, first of all, called my name out. Wayne, Wayne. That's what sounded like to me. That <laughs> uh, sounds great. <laughs> Keep reading. She just, she just kills me. She, just, just think of her same word the way she talks, and she just kills me. I love her, and it's a great poem. And uh, and the last time she was saying, I don't think Wayne's coming. He's kind of, she's kind of sad. So that's just what I got out of it. Great, great poem. And uh, Bud, what do you think? This is a brilliant poem. Um, when you look at uh, when you're put, putting love in, into the light, and then as she goes down and, and she tear, tear it gently from heaven's breast, the stars holding their twinkle and the moon his glow. She's capturing all the light and putting it somewhere and then weaving the cloak of darkness, you know, raven depths so deep that it's, it's bottomless and midnight's breath and how everything changes to black. It, it's an amazing, amazing poem. Gosh, I'm Oh, yeah, I did. Okay, amazing, Paul. Yay! I was so worried we lost Sella because I'm going to have her read Tans's second piece. Uh, I don't know. I got I got dropped off. I'm not sure what happened. I got like hello. hello it's it's blog. Next. It's stupid blog talk. Hey, Boo, what do you think? And to me, she's saying like, you know, we have to be hidden, and if we can't be hidden, then I mean, she doesn't want to be hidden. I mean. Someone's telling them they have to be hidden, and then she, I think, and then she doesn't want to be. It's just like, but she's willing to accept that, I see. I mean, this is what I get, and she's willing to go into the shadows tonight just to be with this person, even if it, even if it means she has to hide. And, I mean, it's really, it's haunting, and um, that longing is so strong, so deep. I agree with Bud. Amazing poem, and she writes some amazing brevity uh, and, and emotion every time. It gets better and better. Great job, Tan. All right. Uh, Stella, if you can read uh, Tan's second one. Oh, that's a real brevity. Uh, this storm, all storms pass. In the still rack remaining, humanity stands. And the form. Wow. Yeah, that is cool. I, I like this. All storm sets in the still rack remaining humanity stand. Yeah, and I see that as something that is a message for today. 
a message that, yeah, we're going through this massive storm. We're getting pummeled. We're getting beat up. Yet, at the same time, why don't we just realize that, hey, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this as long as we stick together as a human race and as a people. And it may not be the same normal when we come out, but, hey, let's let's make our new normal. Incredible job. Uh, Bud, Bud what do you think? I agree with you totally here, Jay. I think that's 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 it right there, how if we do stick together, that we'll make it through anything, no matter what, pandemics, wars, um, whatever whatever happens, we 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 um, stick together. We can make it through, and I think that's exactly what she's saying. It's a beautiful brevity here. Great, great comment. And uh, Wayne, what do you think? I agree. I agree with y'all said. It's uh, you know, we can live through any storm, any storm there is. We just got to hang in there, and uh, you know, some some people ain't gonna make it, but the ones that are gonna be stronger for it, and humanity, humanity will stand after all. So I think it's a great, great point. And uh, Salwa, this is fabulous. I love her writings. It's just so genuine. There's a lot of emotion here, and it could be about someone's personal, because everyone has their storm in a way. And if we stand with that person, even not, yes, today we're going by, it's all of us globally, but even in, if everyone puts some sympathy and empathy when people go into a hard time in their life, then humanity, this world would be a better place for everyone. That's one. But I agree with you. Uh, if we also get together um, in any storm or war, I agree. This definitely will bring us together and make it better instead of uh, thinking. And I like her expression, still rack, this, in the still rack remaining humanity stand. Even though there's always ending of something, but the beginning of something else. It's just screaming hope and more hope. And uh, Boo. agree with Bud. I think she's talking about surviving anything and making it through and coming out the other side. And, and as we know, Jay, she's like one of the most supportive people from here, from day one. She's loyal and, and all that stuff. And proves it. So I think that's what she's saying here rather beautifully, like she always does. I haven't had a bad poem of hers ever. <laughs> and, and Boo, you missed, you missed uh, Verge's brevity. I didn't know Verge, Verge had a brevity, but damn it, I have to read it. Yeah, yeah, it had a SoundCloud and everything. All right. Um, hey, Bud, can I ask yeah. you to read this next poem for us? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Contemplating Masturbating by Rob Cohen. I stare. <laughs> I stare. <laughs> Goodness. All right. I stare. At, <laughs> I stare at the ceiling in silence, contemplating untarred roads, spray painted bridges, rotting jetty beams, stenching littered alleys, broken glass turf parks, and all the neglected, rundown parts of town. 
Lighting my hanging cigarette sparked dance, and I awaken the sounds of sirens, dogs barking, bins rattling, my inner clocks ticking and talking. I should masturbate. End of poem. <laughs> you should. He's the. He's the. He's about. He's a lot about uh, the. You know, stuff about. Um, I notice a lot of the stuff he writes is about um, kind of the anti-material, anti-government, um, uh, anti uh, kind of the criminal side of uh, what we have to face in this world. And I don't see that as I see that within this piece itself is the fact that um, all this infrastructure, uh, all the money that gets put towards infrastructure and then nothing gets done because of it. And uh, all it turns into is a gut, um, a um, slimy slum where people mm-hmm. live and try to survive instead of thrive. And... Um, that's what that's pretty much what I see within this piece is this this piece is about um you know at uh, just saying to hell with all this you know you know <laughs> you got you got a bunch of crap that's going on you know I'm just so frustrated with this that I I um I want to go ahead and just you know do something that's going to get my mind off of it so that the bottom line that's 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 what I see within this whole thing uh, Wayne, what did you think about it? I said, I said, uh, society's in some places, society's in bad, in a bad spot, and we need, we get our mind, need to get our mind off of sometimes. But uh, and I said, what do you mean contemplating? Hug that monster, but coming out of the alley anyway. Good job. Didn't have too many suits. That's what I got to that. And uh, Bud, you're at it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you guys about. You know, uh, contemplating the, the um, I guess all all the neglected things that uh, either by not having the money for it or, or just basically forgetting about places where you know people congregate and things like that, and and then as you read down and and you know he's lighting that, taking that drag of the cigarette. And listening to the sounds, and maybe uh, actually he's a bit bored too. So he figures, well, maybe his uh, clock needs a little cleaning, or you know, so he's going to do it. <laughs> 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 I think I'm going to spare cell on. I think I'm going to spare cell on this one yes. as well, and just go straight no, to no, boo. No, no, no. This one, no, no. This one, this one, I have to comment because it doesn't have. To, okay, you may to comment. Go ahead. Yay. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and it's actually a great one. Uh, I think it's a very profound poem. Remind me of a French writer Zola, how he like talk about society, the the problems society, the bad things that happen in society, and that's what exactly doing. And I think the ending is uh, to shock us, to really shock us, shock us, speak, <laughs> shock us. I'm sorry, I'm too tired. I'm gonna be giggity. To uh, just <laughs> to shock us and uh, uh, wait, like wake up. See, this is real reality. This is really reality. I'm not joking. Uh, I, I think he put it there to be just really the ending. 
uh, to get our attention. And I think it's brilliant the way he did it. And boo, what do you think? <laughs> oh, Sarah. Okay, I I think the same thing. Like it's just I think with Bud and Sarah with the boredom and then the shock you and because everything's falling apart, you know, unmarked roads, spray painted bridges, rotting, stenching, and literally alleys, broken glass. Everything's all jacked up. So might as well jack off. <laughs> 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 why not? Does that mean to, your mind off? He realizes there ain't nothing to do about it, so why not just uh, forget about it? Yeah, just, just take your mind off it for a minute, you know. And rub one out. That's what I do. Yeah. Two, two minutes. Two, two, two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> you know why not? So oh, my take, Jay. All right. Hey, boo! I need you to uh, read the next poem poem for us. I'm not rubbing one out, Jay. Okay, hit me up. No, no, no. Just need, just need you to re- read one, not rub one. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Darn it. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Got back to Saturday night again. So. All right. And you guess I'm the wrong show today. <laughs> and <laughs> keep them coming. Look at, look at Big Bird. Nia knew that was coming. Excuse the pun. <laughs> I love, love words correction. Okay, here we go. This is. Irish rose from the inky depths. From the ink, inky depths they rise from the darkness of night into the broken day, dawning. Janice. Uh, half moon orbs, ashy. I don't know how to say that one. The Clashing bleaker shades of cosmos, somber void of daisies. Katie. Break into vibrant fractals and drowning pastel shades bursting over the horizon. Oh, clue, therefore. Oh, under a gleaming orb, streaming photo geysers, enveloping beams of Pluto, blooming and blazing brilliance beyond life's second behavior. Beautiful. Uh, oh, my gosh. Jay, I think you should read this. Okay, I'll read it. Read it. I'm scrolling up. Get over. From the inky depths. From the inky depths they rise, from the darkness of night into the broken day dawning. Half-moon orbs, ashy dactyls, clashing black earth, shades of cosmos, somber void of daisies. Break into vibrant fractals in dawning pastel shades bursting over the horizon. Under a gleaming orb, streaming photon geysers, enveloping beams of redolence, blooming in blazing brilliance beyond life's beckoned behaviors, beautiful bromeliads, accosting nature. End poem. Holy bees, Batman. Uh, You're talking about alliteration here? Okay, my goodness. You guys, you guys really brought this out uh, in, in quite a powerful way, Bud. Uh, how uh, you know this is part of your doing as well. This is like a, a neat little um, collaboration that I see happening here, and I think that uh, you guys did an amazing job with this. Um, really, really beautiful as far as the nature goes and the the. Uh, the pictures. I absolutely love it. Um, 
Wayne, what did you think? I think um, I think it's it's wonderful. I bet they, I bet, I bet they, if you traded this, it'd be a ten because it's imaginative, it's whimsical, it sounds, it reads like it sounds like it's a dream. It's just it's just a beautiful poem all the way through, and the words are great. And everybody that wrote this did a good job on it. They're all about equal, and they're all really wonderful. I think they did a great job with this. I can't believe they did. It. I think it's just a good job. And Boo, what do you think about it? Well, I'm sorry that I screwed that up, first of all. Um, I think it's really cute, and it looks like it's like a chain thing, I think. I thought she was talking about the people, but then I realized those people wrote those stanzas. So uh, I like the title, too, from Into Death. It's uh, really good about writing and the importance of writing, I think, and what we do and we write. And it's so creative. Nice job, bud. Nice job, Liz. What what how do you, okay hold on one second let's get a comment from Sawa 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 what did you think about Giggle that box. One? Giggle box. Give, give me give, give me one second to read it because I was I just see what I put, put there give me one second please I need to read it <laughs> no no problem no problem it's, uh, I am too tired everybody's <laughs> getting their shows mixed up here yeah we're we're, we're the game here in town folks. So. We're having a blast. We're almost done, too. Don't forget about Our House tomorrow at noon Eastern time. We've got a few rights to do on that. So, Salwa, whenever you're ready, uh, you can comment. Um, I I don't know how to work under under pressure. Give me a minute. I'm sorry. I'm all right. I'm commentator. <laughs> okay, bud. Hey, bud, what was it like to, to, to work on this project? Uh, this was pretty cool because um, I was following uh, Oak Blue, and a- as it went, you know, it, it got, I think, more abstract in ways. And from the very first one, I'm looking at, you know, what uh, Janice wrote, and I'm thinking about flowers coming up, um, you know, uh, rising out of the, out of the ground into the broken day. And then I also thought, well, it could be a metaphor for you know, something else, people who are actually blooming as well, coming out of the darkness and going into the light. And and then how it went down, it just, I just think it's so cool how each person, they add their little part and it doesn't really change it, but they have their own little say. And I think Irish Roses was amazing with her alliteration because that's really hard to do, to, to make something make sense with... Um, using all those bees, it's it's incredible. She did a really good job. <laughs> wow! Oh, so this oh, is great. collaboration. This is a collaboration, yes. right? Those. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, from the Inky, I like how you complete each other, and um, yes, you can be separated too. Like if you read every stanza, can stand by itself. Um, but then you can complete each other at the same time. I think this is really brilliant. From the inky depth that they rise, from the darkness of night, half moon, and then break into vibrant fractures on the gleaming orb, blooming, and end up in, from darkness, and end up with something um, blooming uh, and blazing brilliance beyond life, back in behavior. I, yes, there's her... Her, her bees, I mean, there's, it's incredible. Yeah, really, everyone really has a incredible lines. 
that's really interesting. It's hard to write with so many people because um, you have to really follow closely and make sure that you keep the pattern pro- and you did it beautifully. If, if she did put names there, probably think was done by one person. Exactly. And uh, what I want to do right now is give a thanks out to uh, Wayne, Bud, and Selwa for calling up, giving us your time, and uh, you guys have been awesome tonight. We only got about a minute left before we drop off the board, and one more poem to finish up. Thanks, Marius, Lizzie, and Verge for being out on the board. I know I'm going to be missing other people. Thanks, Boo, for all she does. And we're going to be getting a lot and a lot of uh, playback on this one because we had so many rights, and it was such a great response. I uh, thank you, everybody who responded back to us. You guys are awesome. Now, Sawa, can you yes, go sir. ahead and read us the very last poem of the night? The honored? Okay, let me just, where is it? Okay. This is by Irish Rose. I love her writing. I, I really do. I just, so many people, I, I love the writing here. Excuse me one second. Breaking dawn, dark dawn, ravage blaring and sound, banks dropping, down to a bladed cold chrome morn. The centurions have now trumped in a new dawn, drifting in on a bent arch bowing, and then bending above lake and beach. Coursing over the horizon's steep, slowly gathering down on puffy air streams, released sounds of landing down and the storm. I really like that read and this poem itself because when you're dealing with uh, a dawn, when you're dealing with that moment of the day, where the day is getting ready to start, it does become chaotic at times. There's so much hustle and bustle going on, and I um, I see that within this piece, and I see that within what she wrote. I, I see the chaos before the calm, and I think that this is a real awesome way to put put this. Um, Sawa, you read it? What did you think of this piece? I see it more like a spiritual and uh, also nature. Dark dawn, ravage blaring and start bank dropping. It's like, um, yes, you're right, the wind's chaotic, but at the same time, how the changes from dark to light and how it's different. The imagery is so beautiful. Um, ravage blaring and start bank dropping. You just like ex- expressing how this changing. You could see it dropping, and then through a bladed cold calm morning, have a new trump and new dawn drifting, or possibly really new day and new a new uh, like as you said metaphorically. I like the idea as well. It's beautifully done, but I can see it. I just because I love nature and <laughs> picturing how it's really going above the lake and beach and horizon steep. Just take it that you can find down everywhere in the breaking of the dawn, slowly feathering down and a puffy air stream released and just let sound finally drop down the dawn and landing on earth. It's just beautiful and dawn is there for us from darkness. It's just born from this darkness to 
it's like almost a metaphor, metamorphose uh, of dawn, start to the end. It's just beautiful, really. Well done. And Bud, what do you think? It's kind of a religious experience here where you have, you know, a dark dawn ravage blaring and sound banks dropping. Uh, the centurions have now trumped in a new dawn. I'm thinking about heaven and, you know, uh, angels actually trumpeting in the new day. And you have that music blaring down and, and celebrating the sun coming up. And as it drops, you know, where it says sounds of landing dawn, when it finally hits, then the new new day starts. It's, it's an amazing poem. It really is. Absolutely. And that was our very last poem of the night. Uh, we got through everybody's poem, and I think it was like close to 50 poems, which is, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 31 poems tonight, which is damn good. Yes, that is a lot of poetry, folks, and you guys did absolutely wonderful. So let's kick it off with... So let's let's end the show with Boo doing some prints. So here we go. With that, we are done for the night. Thank you all for joining us once again. This is JCA signing off. Good night, everybody. All right. Thank you.